Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Okay, it is a cold day. Cold day. (laughs) Yes, got a little ice, a little more snow. Yeah. Which I didn't even know was coming. Did you? I was like so out of whack with. I knew we were supposed to get something, but not what we got. Yeah. But hey, the sun's out now. It's going to melt it all. Right. I hope so, because I'm ready for spring. Exactly. But it's it's crazy, the weather everywhere. And I don't know if you noticed um, Amir, who we follow, he had mentioned even that there's... Um, Earthquakes. Been, like, how many in 30 days? There's been Three, four, four, I think four little earthquakes in Israel. Yeah. And when there's little ones... There's a big one there's coming. There's a big one coming. And don't, doesn't scripture say in Ezekiel 38? Oh, yes, it does. It that does. there's a great earthquake coming? Yeah. I have been, oh, man, I've been so in Ezekiel 38 just um, because of the things that have transpired and are transpiring with Russia and Ukraine. Um, it is interesting because... On the 16th, Amir had posted that there was a magnitude 6 earthquake that hit Guatemala. Yes. And then on the 17th, he posted that four earthquakes in Israel in the last 40 days. Mm. That's a lot. Yeah, because it's, I I can't remember, did you write down how long it has been since Israel had even an earthquake? I think it's been like forever. Wow, forever. Uh-huh. So it's very unusual yeah, um, for it to be happening. Right. And then on the 17th of February, um, I just made a note in my Bible because, you know, one day we'll be raptured and my Bible will be somewhere. Yeah. Um, that Russian forces, the military, has moved in force toward uh, the Ukrainian border. But right now there are so many Russian troops in Ukraine it is yeah I think it was and I think sirens were going off in one of the little cities in Ukraine yeah um, that was happening this morning right Um, I think actually there's there's been between 169 and 190,000 personnel from Russia and troops, soldiers, Uh all that, in and near Ukraine. And I think And in January 30th, there was only 100,000. So it's showing that they've sent more when now you'll hear that they're saying they're trying to pull out. Right. And I think uh, Russia has like 30 ships in the Black Sea. Yeah. And practicing. Practicing. Right. Right. So... People's stuff is happening, but... But you know what's interesting? Did you hear um, Amir's um, breaking news this morning, maybe? 
or was it when he was oh no leaving? no it was he was leaving Hon Honolulu I yeah, think last I night mm -hmm. um, and we can't forget this either but everybody's focused on Russia and, yes. and Ukraine but what right. is happening in the Middle East right now right. because Russia and Iran you know mm -hmm. they want to be friends yep they want to be allies so uh -huh. it seems like they're um, instigating like tag teaming where yeah yeah we'll do something over here to keep the eyes over here and then when it's our turn you do something yeah. over there yeah. and <laughs> to keep the eyes off of them mm -hmm. um, yeah so it's not it's nice it's a crazy world but it's a crazy world and can I just say this now that we were just briefly talking about Ezekiel 38 sure. maybe we do a podcast on Ezekiel yeah. 38 because you have to know when you read Ezekiel 38 um, that everything that Ezekiel 38 <coughs> is saying is happening right now yeah but you have to know who the players are who Magog and Rosh and Meshach and Tubal and mm -hmm. um, Gog um, you, you got to know all these different players to to be able to see how this is playing Relates, out. Yeah. How it totally relates to yeah. today. Yeah, to Russia and Ukraine. Right. But it's yeah, very it's, interesting. When you can figure that out, it's very clear. Maybe we'll do that. Um, maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Because it's very relevant for now. And yeah. some people listening may not understand that but and man <coughs> I have my Bible open to Ezekiel 38 oh, all yeah. the time as soon as I hear Amir say something I'm like okay where are we at right which verse is that mm -hmm. being fulfilled yeah out of the chapter but yeah I read it this week just because there was so much going on and there's a lot you going know, on Bible prophecy should not scare you no like like what does Amir say it's not to scare you, you but to, to prepare, prepare you, you. Yes. So. And if you don't believe in Bible prophecy, you can't believe in, in the Bible. Right. From cover to cover. Uh -huh. You cannot believe in the Bible then. Right. You have to understand that this is God's living word. And it's yeah. And he's warning us. He's telling us. Uh -huh. Right. And, you know, just a little plug for Amir's new book about Revelation. Right. Did you order it or pre-order it? Yeah, I pre-ordered it. I can't wait. Um, yeah. Pastors, are you teaching the book of Revelation? Right. I'm, I'm really curious to read it because he um, is promoting it that it's a tour guide. It's, it's almost like a, I don't know if it's going to be like in story form or if he's explaining it to the words that we and um, I guess you could say interpreting what the scripture say in Revelation because there's so many symbolisms. Yeah. And yeah. then maybe just, is he just explaining it? <clears throat> to well, I heard him say yesterday uh, while he was in Honolulu that he explained that he used to be a tour guide for Israel. Yes. And so that book is like a tour into Revelation. Uh -huh. So I wonder what that means. Right. Like what is, is he gonna tour of a story? He's gonna or? have he's gonna have to explain the symbolism or else nobody's ever gonna right. get it. And he said it was very easy to understand. Yeah. So it'd yeah, probably be a really good first book for somebody 
wanting to dive into Revelation that yeah. never has. Yeah. And Be- there's a study guide that goes with the, yeah. with his book. Yeah. Because when we did the David Jeremiah study, and it was kind of story form, that is the first time that I had real understanding of the truths of Revelation. So mm-hmm. it's probably a good idea to start with something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Amir Sarfati, he's he's a very solid resource. Mm-hmm. Very solid. Mm-hmm. He's a Messianic Jew, he calls himself. Yes. Um, we've been following him for years. years yeah. And we just, we just love him. He's yeah. a great teacher. Yeah. He is a wonderful teacher. Very passionate and very on point mm-hmm. and does not does not steer away from the word he's no. right in the word um like i think out of all the pastors that i listen to he's probably the number one that brings out the most scriptures in his sermons yeah you know I would as far say as him like and jack, remember when we listened to pastor him? jack remember when we listened um to him in person and it was like he was like scripture yeah. after scripture after yeah. scripture it's nothing for him, I think, to go through 30 scriptures oh, yeah. in a sermon. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, Jack's up there, too. Mm-hmm. I just remember being live listening to, to Amir. And I couldn't write down the scriptures fast enough. Yeah. He's a great teacher, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So, that brings us today. What, uh, what are we going to learn today? Well, I mean... It's probably even more relevant that you brought up Ezekiel 38 because being in the the times that we're in, what is the most important thing that a believer should be doing being in the last days? And it really is to be repentant Mm, mm, and have mm. repentance on our heart and repent every single day. Like you listeners as believers, do you repent every day? What does that look like though? Maybe some people don't know what that looks like. What do you mean? It's pretty simple. Well, it is, but maybe for some it isn't. Yeah, so, you know, I know last week we talked about being teachable. So that's a major thing of it. And so God really has kept that word on our hearts for weeks now. And it seems like... I just brought this up with um, a client I had um, an hour ago. Yeah, like he's had that had us ponder on this. So we were gonna talk a little bit about more about that as well. So if you didn't hear the other podcast, go back and listen about being teachable. Yeah, having a teachable spirit. But this all plays into each other, you know, Mm -hmm. because if you're not repentant, if you don't go before the Lord and recognize your sins before the Lord, you're not repentant. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, if you can't look inward, then what makes you think you are going to listen to anybody else's instructions? Mm-hmm. You know, or being teachable. Right. You know? Right. Having that humble heart to learn something that maybe you don't know because you don't know it all. Right. And, and one of the things that you have to remember is, yes, Jesus died on the cross for our sins, but we have a part too. Oh yeah. We have a big part to do. It's not, he died on the cross for our sins and And we're good to go. We're good to go. Yeah. Um, Because as believers, we will be accountable 
We're well, not going to be judged for condemnation, for to be condemned. No. But we're going to be judged based off, off of... Um, our words and our behaviors. Yes. And, and that will determine the what rewards the that Jesus yeah. is holding. Yeah. Will pass over to us. As believers. Yes. That's how that goes. Yeah. We'll have mm-hmm. to answer to those sins that we didn't ask for forgiveness for. Yeah. So you may want to like go through the... <laughs> inventory washing machine of your mind <laughs> right. and clean out some of those those things that maybe you need to come before the lord yeah because how many times do we need to be repentant all the time but but what you have to do though is kind of learn from it don't keep yeah. don't keep and ask the if if you're asking the lord <laughs> to forgive you for the same thing over and over again because you keep sinning in it yeah, you ain't teachable. It's time to really learn what repentance is, and that's what we're right. going to teach you today. Yeah, because repentance is a is a turning around. It is a turning um, around. Let's actually read what the definition definition is. It says, "Where are you at?" I'm in. It's in our study Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Matthew three, um, and. We have a little word wealth in here, and it's, it kind of gives you the definition. And what, what's cool about the word wealth is it gives you the Greek meaning as well. And that's in our Bible, y'all. In our Bible, it's, yes. It's different from other Bibles. Not that you can't get this Bible, because you can. And I always say everybody needs to get this Bible. But it's, it's a good Bible. Yeah. It says, repentance is a decision that results in a change of mind, which in turn leads to a change of purpose and action. So you have to turn those words that you're giving to the Lord, please forgive me for fill in the blank, and put some action behind that to change your mind and change the way or the direction you're going. And how you do that is by renewing your mind. You know, give yourself some wisdom and knowledge about that. Um, and, and also, you Hey, I don't know if that was a little break in between we yeah just, we had a little had a little little malfunction kind little of thing. thing with the phone yeah so let's okay. just keep going i was talking about repentance and mm-hmm. the, the definition of that and how you need to put action behind your words so mm-hmm. you can't constantly be asking for the same sin to be forgiven um because also we just uh read about god remembers that no more your sins well, well, no more. Yeah. So let's kind of get into okay. some of what our... In your Matthew 3, what is what is our scripture let's specifically? Read, um, it's really verse 1 and 2. It says, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Here's the key in verse 2. Mm-hmm. And saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so... Yeah, prevalent read today. read three as well. It says, "For this is he who was spoken by, of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight.'" Yes, repentance. John the Baptist he uh, he preached on repentance. Yeah, he did, and he was very bold in his preaching, wasn't he? Many yeah. people did not like him. <laughs> Well, he was an oddball, wasn't he? Yeah. It says there in four how he was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist and his food was locust and wild honey. You know what? He was he was <laughs> doing the hippie thing. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, you're right. That, that is he was kind of doing the hippie thing. Yeah. I think he started the whole hippie thing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's funny. Right. Yeah, so you kind of want to go over some of that kingdom dynamics we have that really breaks down what repentance is. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. You want me to do it? Yeah. No, okay. go ahead. It talks about... Um, the first call of the kingdom is to repentance. The implications of biblical repentance are threefold. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I do too. So biblical repentance is threefold. Is threefold. And we know three is a good number. Yes, it is. So one is renunciation and reversal. Mm. Okay, so you need to renunciate is, isn't that speaking out? What's the actual? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need to... Be aware of what that sin is and know that it is bad, mm-hmm. right? Right. And since you know that it is bad, then you need to reverse it. Right. You can't need to be, correct can't, it. can't be a hypocrite. No. Right? No, that's where you have to do a course correction. Right. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, I, the, I just looked up real quick uh, the definition of renunciation. It's the formal rejection of yeah. something. Typically yeah. a belief, mm. claim, or course of action. So, you know, just to remind everyone, it's even we have to repent of our thoughts. Oh, yeah. And that's been kind of heavy on my heart. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. Um, I just really have been just like focusing on, Lord, just I don't want to have any Bad complaining yeah. or yeah. negative or evil thoughts of anything or mm-hmm. anyone. Like mm-hmm. even the complaining, I don't want. I know, I know. You know, and so that yeah. starts with our mind and our thoughts. And renewing. Everything really does. It's renewing. the thought, yeah. And so I've been asking the Lord, please help me. Because we've been studying Daniel too, and I, I know I'm getting off topic here, but Daniel, they were the book that we got to go with Daniel, the David Jeremiah handwriting on the wall. Oh, yeah. It just really broke down the characteristics of Daniel and how I was reading just this morning how he never had a complaining bad attitude. Look at it. Yeah, look, at, see, look at him. I he would was like, in exile for years. Yeah. Well, shoot, he was he was thrown in with some lions. Yeah. When you complain about that, right. like, why am I here? Yeah. He just had yeah. a very... Why is that? Well... I know why it is, why we do that. I just don't like it. Yeah, it's not a very good trait for us to have. No. So, I get it. So What's number to, two? Two is submission and teachability. 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 Oh, we have to be teachable. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and what do we need to submit to? We need to submit to the Lord, everything. We do, and we need to su- submit to authority. Yeah. We need to submit to somebody who knows more than we do. Why? So we have to, in some situations, submit to our husbands. Yes. Like if a decision, example, I mean, is if there's a decision to be made and you look at it differently, we have to honor what our husband's final answer is. If it's in line with the Lord. Right, right, but, right, you know. right, right. If it's in line. But yeah. We have to be teachable. So what's number three? A continual shapeability. Ooh, I love that word. Yes. Shapeability. Yeah. That means that we're willing... To be molded. Yeah. We're, right? we're willing 
for the Lord to shape and mold us however he wants to. Not how we want to be molded or shaped or what we want. It's how God wants to do that. Right. And I'm just going to read a little further. It says there, so those are the three things, Mm -hmm. but it goes on and says, there is no birth into the kingdom without hearing the call to salvation, renouncing one's sin, and turning from sin toward Christ the Savior. There's no growth in the kingdom without obedience to Jesus' commandments and a childlike responsiveness. We talked about that last last week. As a disciple of Jesus, yielding to the teaching of God's word, there is no lifelong increase of fruit as a citizen of the kingdom without a willingness to accept the Holy Spirit's correction and guidance. Mm. So let's just break down because there's some really good scriptures that kind of prove those um, three point points about having no birth without hearing the call to salvation and how very important that is. Mm-hmm. So like Acts 3.19, um, that one says, let's go there. Mm-hmm. It says, repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Ah, Isn't that good? And don't you want that refreshing? Yes. Yeah, we all need that for sure. I love that. Yeah. That's Acts 3.19. Mm-hmm. What's another one? Um, what about James? Yes. James that, 1. That's in line with having no growth in the kingdom without obedience to Jesus' commandments and having that childlike faith. Um, James 1, are you there? Can you read that one? James 1, 21 through 25. 21, okay. Oh, yeah, we all know this. Yeah. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted, ooh, I love that word, which is able to save our souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. Mm. 24, for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Now, let's just back up because this is not saying your works are mm-hmm. what's going to get it. No, no. You're, you're doing because you love the Lord so much you want to do. You're not just sitting here hearing, teaching, but you're applying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Lord wants us for our own good to be doers of his word because mm-hmm. his his word implies is, action yes and it is for our own good if you read all the promises in there and the obedience he wants to bless those who are obedient yes so it it's funny because this um chapter this this verse actually was on the verse of the day this week and i remember going over it with a client and 
just breaking that down is it's it's proving that if you don't apply the word, you're going to forget it. And that's yeah. how he's relating that to a man that just saw his face. He saw mm. it. Yeah. He walked away. He totally forgot. Yeah. Um, you know, and so we, we can't just be hearers. And that's kind of being a fake Christian, right? If you're just going to hear it and you're not going to apply it. I mean, why do you go to church? Why do you listen to church online? Why do you listen to this podcast? Why do you read what a your waste Bible? Of time if you're not applying it, right? Yeah. Think about that. I mean, you've got to go into it with the mindset of you're being teachable and you want to learn something. Yeah. And if you learn something, why aren't you why aren't you applying that to your life? And isn't that what submission, like we're talking about, yeah. is yeah. surrendering to the Lord so that you can be taught the mm. Word of God? Mm-hmm. Why would Jesus say, "Pick up your cross and follow me"? Would He want you to just pick tag up the along cross and just listen to Him, <laughs> or did He want you to tag along and apply what He's doing? Take action. Yeah. Follow Him and learn by His example. Right. Again, be teachable. And it's for our own good. It is for our own good. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't, again, I've said this before, and, you know, I'm not saying this to hurt anybody's feelings, but, man, if you're not in your Bible, if you're not reading, um, if you have to if you have to listen because reading is hard, okay, I get you. Um, but apply it. Yeah, and I'm going to say what I've heard more than once now this week from different pastors, and one was from this morning, Charles Stanley. The truthful, honest pastors are going to say this, and what it is is you can't just say, I'm a believer, I believe in Jesus, and, and we, it end there. Yeah. Because that is where that scripture, and they and this was brought out by these pastors, that that scripture that says... Um, when you're, you know, when Jesus is before you at the door and he's in, and he says, and you say, Lord, Lord, didn't I do this? Didn't mm-hmm. I do miracles and do this and that? And, and he says, he says, I never I knew you. I don't know who you are. Get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. Mm-hmm. Because lawlessness means not doing God's law and applying applying the words yeah you have to you have to, to apply it now let me just add this too because you don't have to be perfect in it he's not no. saying that i mean <clears throat> that's all, why we have to continue to repent yeah we're not perfect right. right and and we're and learning uh-huh. and we're tr- we're you know we're trying we're trying mm-hmm. but you're trying can't just be the words i'm trying right you have to put action to it because he'll truly help us with those sins that we're struggling with if we have a heart that is just mourning that we even have that sin and start to hate that sin Mm -hmm. that's the holy spirit working yeah and that leads into the number three where we were talking about continual shapeability mm. that there's no growth in the kingdom without obedience to jesus commandments yes and we have to yield to the teaching of god's word and then there's no lifelong increase of the fruit without a willingness to accept the holy spirit's correction and guidance yeah that's so that, the course correction that you got to do yeah and that takes us to ephesians 4 verses 30 i believe Ephesians 4.30. Yeah. 
Yeah, that says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Mm. So when we feel that nudging and that conviction that's from the Holy Spirit, you do not want to ignore that. That's what that scripture is saying. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Do not quench it. Do not silence it. <laughs> um, do not ignore it. You can say it any way like that. That's but, the time to be obedient. Yeah. And that's what helps makes us shapeable. Yeah. That's the continual shapeability is the Holy Spirit in us convicting us and correcting. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So that's a good thing. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah. I thank God for the Holy Spirit's correction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, that's... That's good that's, stuff, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, that... So repentance is not just, please, Lord, forgive me for my sin. Mm-hmm. And then you just go about your day. It's It's an actual... It's a hard thing. Yeah. It's a reversal. It's being submissive and teachable. And it's obedient. Continually being shaped by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Good words today. I, I hope it helps someone. Yeah. I sure got excited when I was reading it. Right. I just felt, um, felt like it was a good word to share. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Good teaching. All right. Okay. Well, until we meet again. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.